Can the church say amen? amen? Just a little talk with Jesus has always been a good cure for the aching heart, the troubled soul, downtrodden. And maybe you're in search of a savior today. But you don't need to talk to Jesus today at this moment. You need to listen to his words. And what his words would do for you today is bring you into the understanding of what you need to do to be saved. And if you're humble enough and honest enough with yourself and with God, it can bring you into that spiritual relationship that you could be Forgiven of your sins through hearing, believing, repenting, confessing, and being baptized and living faithful, following that burial, and you can have all of the conversations you want with the Lord. And the beautiful thing about it is, He will hear you. You never get a busy signal, you never get a text message back saying, I'm busy. Can't talk now. I'll get back with you later. The beautiful thing about the Lord is he always has time for his children. We don't serve a deadbeat God. We serve a faithful God. We serve a loving God. And I'm so glad to be a child in his house where I know the rules are fair. And I know the rules are for my concern of one day going to heaven to be with him. You know, sometimes children rebel because of rules. And they think that we as parents, we are against them. We're trying to hold them back. We're trying to keep them from having fun. When the truth is, we're just trying to save your life. And that's the same way about the church. That's the same way about God's rules. We sometimes get distorted in our thinking that we're missing something out there in the world. But God's commandments, they're not grievous. They're only designed to help us and to save our soul. So I hope and pray this morning that If you're in search of a Savior, you're in search, if you're in search of coming back to the Savior. Because we can depart. If you're in search of coming back, just hear what his words have to say. And don't be concerned about what somebody else might be thinking. How somebody down the road might be looking at you. Just be concerned with how you present yourself before this holy, righteous, Mm -hmm. and just God that we serve. Is that all right? right. If I can, direct your attention to Luke chapter 18. Mm -hmm. And while you're going there, keep in prayer those uh, sisters that are traveling. Some are traveling back from Myrtle Beach. South Carolina today and some will be returning back tomorrow so be sure to keep them in prayer so we we have a good number that went over to South Carolina and then we have others who are already traveling for the holidays remember to keep them 
in prayer just as well. Amen. Keep Sister uh, Polly in prayer. Amen. She's uh, under the weather. Just pray that she'll bounce back. Hard-working Sister Polly. Keep her in prayer. Yeah. In Luke chapter 18, and a certain ruler asked him, saying, Good master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said unto him, Why callest thou me good? None is good, save one. That is God. Yes. Thou knowest the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not kill. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Honor thy father and thy mother. And he said, all these have I kept from my youth up. Now when Jesus heard these things, he said unto him, Yet lackest thou one thing. Sell all that thou hast, and distribute unto the poor. And thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come, follow me. Mm -hmm. And when he heard this, he was very sorrowful, for he was very rich. Jesus knew where to hit people. And believe it or not, he still knows where to hit you. And when Jesus saw that he was very sorrowful, he said, How hardly shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God. For it is easier for a camel to go through a needle's eye than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of heaven. And they that heard it said, who then can be saved? And he said, the things which are impossible with men are possible with God. Then Peter said, Lo, we have left all and followed thee. And he said unto them, Verily I say unto you, there is no man, no man that had left house or parents or brethren or wife or children for the kingdom of God's sake who shall not receive manifold more in this present time and in the world to come, life everlasting. Can we say amen to the word of God? Don't come telling Jesus what you have done. Somebody thought they were being smart. I believe it was Janet Jackson a long time ago. She made a song said, what have you done for me lately? Yeah. I don't care how diligent in our own thinking of what we think we have done for God. Don't ever get to the point to think you can measure up the question of the Lord concerning about what you have done. Because you will never outdo what he has done for us. This morning's lesson is sell it all and follow me. Sell it all. And follow me. In verse 22. Now when Jesus heard these things. He said unto him. Yet lackest thou one thing. 
sell all that thou hast mm -hmm. and distribute unto the poor. Right. And thou shalt have treasure in heaven and then come and follow me. Mm -hmm. That's right. In this conversation with this young rich man, some things stick out. He was rich. All right. Yeah. Knowledgeable of the law. That's right. right. And even Jesus confirmed that. Mm -hmm. He said, You know it. That's right. And he came back and said, I have done all of those things. Mm -hmm. All right. But something was in the way, folks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Something was in the way that if we're honest today, if we're honest while we sit here in the presence of the Lord this morning, something was still in the way that all of us can relate to. Things and stuff. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And sometimes even ourselves. Amen. All right. Amen. But in this context, the Bible said this young man was rich. He had plenty. And Jesus understood what was truly holding him back. But isn't it amazing Jesus knew and the young man thought he wanted to know. And when Jesus revealed it unto him what he needed to do the Bible said he became sorrowful. He was very sorrowful. Mm -hmm. Why? Because he was rich. Mm -hmm. Man. Man. Now he found himself. Am I going to truly believe what he said? Or am I going to hold on to my riches where my true comfort is? All right. God doesn't need what we have in reference to material goods to complete his mission. We need him. And when you come to a junction in your life, in your walk, that you have to debate, you have to think, you have to discuss and wonder what I should do in comparison to what Jesus says and holding on to material goods, yeah. something's wrong. Mm -hmm. All right. All right now. Something is wrong. That's right. That's right. For many material possessions distorts the Christian vision mm -hmm. of serving God. That's right. Mm -hmm. See, even not having as much to say you're rich. You might have a little that you can throw about every now and then. Yeah. You might have a little extra. And within your own thinking and justification, you might say, I'm doing well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But Jesus went deeper. Jesus yes, understood mm -hmm. what the true problem was in this young man. Amen. Jesus didn't go say, he didn't say, sell some. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. He says, sell it all. Yes, sir. And after you sell it, distribute it to the poor. Amen. So in other words, Jesus told the young ruler, sell it all. Distribute it. Then you can come 
and follow me. In other words, it put the young man in a position that he had to strip himself down naked. Yes, of worldly possessions. So that he could only have one person to depend on. And that was the Lord. Yes, sir. Because see, sometimes instead of trusting God, we may give the lip service saying that we do, but when our money get low, our faith fade away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that tells me your faith isn't what your lip service is giving. Because God don't change. That's right. And if my true faith is in God, whether my money run low or whether it run out, I can still trust God just the same. Amen. Oh, some of you quiet because you know Black Friday coming up. Y'all watch the collection next Sunday now. Come on now. We we got we got Black Friday and Forsaken Sunday coming up. Which gonna cause a troubling Monday. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Jesus told the young man, sell all. Yeah. All. The yeah. Bible said he was very rich. Yeah. That, that's a blow. Yeah. That's a blow. He wasn't just rich. The Bible said he was very rich. Yeah. And Jesus said, go sell it all. Yeah. And distribute it to the poor. Yeah. And what happened? He was sorrowful. Jesus yeah. said, look, look, look. You're not going to lose in this. That's right. Mm -hmm. You will have treasures mm -hmm. in heaven. Yeah. Win, win. Mm -hmm. So in other words, this investment goes beyond this life right here. Right. It goes eternally. That's right. Your possessions you have, your silver, your gold, your money, it can only help you in this life. But we found out the truthfulness of the heart of this young man. Why would he become so sorrowful knowing so much? Come on now. Huh? See, it goes to show you, you can know the truth, but it still doesn't mean you're going to do it. Amen. Amen. You can know the truth backwards and forth. You can quote scriptures up and down, left and right, but it doesn't mean you're obeying that. That's right. This young man, hey, he said, I've kept all of that. And he's, he's to be commended for that. He even said he honored his father and mother. Hey, you don't see that today. That's right. Much. That's right. But Jesus knew the heart, folks. Yeah. And I'm asking you this morning, what is it he know about your heart concerning following him? Yeah. What's in the way of you totally 
clearing your closet, your house, your mind to follow him. Because Jesus said he, this invitation to follow him did not come until he said after sell everything and distribute it to the poor. Then come follow me. Yeah. I, I need you to get your money out of the way because I don't need your money and I don't need you to think I need your money right, and I don't need you to think your money can do something for me. Mm -hmm. I'm God. Amen. Amen. I simply need you to need me. Amen. And I need you to be dependent upon me. Yeah. In other words, when Jesus said in Matthew 11, 28 through 30, That's come right. unto me, yeah. all ye that labor, and I have a labor. Yeah. I'll give you rest. Take yeah. my yoke upon you and learn of me. I need for you to come to me and allow me to teach you. Man. But if you're holding on to this material stuff, it has a way of distracting you. It has a way of taking my glory and you believing, yeah, God did something for me, but I also did something for myself. No, 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 no. No, no. I need you to get rid of all of it. And then you come talk to me. Yeah. And when you recognize that I'm the only one who can help you. I'm the only one you have to depend on. Mom. Then you come. Walk with me. Yeah. Are we walking with them today? All right now. Or are we just talking a good lip service game? Just to Put up a smoke screen. Because he knows our heart. Yeah. Sometimes the very reason we struggle with so many things spiritually is because we haven't forsaken this world. Amen. There are some things we are still using as a crutch. Yeah. Our job. Some of us got more faith in our job than in the Lord. Did y'all hear me? Yeah. But let me tell you something. Jobs lay off. Yes, they do. Factories shut down. Yes, they do. Bosses don't like you and sometimes fire you. Man. It's not that you have to do anything wrong. That's right. They just don't like you. That's right. And then who do you call on? Come on now. I hope you can get just this piece of information from this context which there is a whole lot more that could be taught from this but I I just wanted to drive this point home this morning God don't need us we need God yes sir And I don't care how many digits Mm -hmm. may show up on your ATM slip or bank statement. I don't don't care what kind of car you might drive. Mm -hmm. 
And I don't care how many bedrooms or rooms in the house you live in you may have. You don't impress God. Usually the problem is your belongings and possessions impress you. And distract you. And distort your vision. And therefore God has no place to dwell in your heart. Amen. So God wants us to know He don't need us. Amen. Amen. We need Him. And for the sake of trying to help this young rich man, He said, get rid of all of it. I, I want your total devotion. I want your undivided attention. I want all of your focus to be on me. And when God can have all of our devotion, all of our focus, when God can have all of our attention, then God can do something with us. And believe it or not, God can save us and use us in ways we never imagined. That's right. Some things money can't buy. (laughs) And your soul salvation is one of them. That's right. So don't sit here today just being full of lip service. You can't sit here and truthfully say, I love the truth. I love God. But yet, my devotion, my commitment, my service to God depends on whether I have some money or not. See, if, if, if my service to God is directed by how much money I have, you know what? We'll be some roller coaster Christian folks. Yes, we would. Yes, we would. And which some of us are. Yeah. Yeah. Good teaching. It's all right. Just as the scripture said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded from the mouth of God. Our our bank accounts can't get us to heaven. Amen. But yet, instead of drawing closer to God, we grow closer to things and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm going to say this, and I'm going to sit down. So y'all start throwing stuff at me. <laughs> I'm sure in your mailbox, your email, and everything else, you've been getting advertisement after advertisement after advertisement. Get ready for Black Friday. Get ready. The sale of sales. Discounts unimaginable. All kinds of stuff and everything. I'm not saying it's a sin to have nice things. That's right. But when you are driven by the possessions of nice things instead of being driven and occupied by the word of God 
There's a problem. Yes, sir. Yes, it is. Some of us are going to get up at 3, 4 in the morning to go out and look for that TV for $100, knowing they're probably only going to put out five. But they're going to trick you to come out there and you'll stay out from 3, 4 to 11 or 12 o'clock. Then you raise sand about sitting here for two hours. Come on, come on now. And Sunday school don't start until nine forty-five. That's right. Now hold up. How can you get up at three in the morning and not complain? Come on now. Come on now. Right now, sit down. What 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 am I really driven by? Yeah, yeah. Now I'm not against sales. But if I'm going to put that much energy to go out there to possess material things, yeah. why should I be less motivated to serve God and to do His will? Amen. 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 Well, I got, I got to go to work. I got to get ready for Monday. Well, what if you die Sunday night? That's right. That's right. Nothing going to get in your way for Black Friday, is it? Right I'm just saying, be mindful yeah. of what you're driven by. Come on now. Come on now. This young man, he was knowledgeable of the word. Yeah. But God, Jesus knew something much deeper. Yeah. Jesus knew the truth about him. Yeah. And Jesus knows the truth about us today. That's right. Yes, he does. I, I don't stand here trying to pass judgment on you. Because I'm only going to know about you what you allow me to know. That's right. Or unless I catch you doing something. <laughs> but for the most part, you know what? I, I, don't, I don't stress myself about that. That's right. That's right. You need to be mindful that there's an all-seeing eye. Yes, sir. Not only watching you, yeah. but he knows you. Amen. Amen. That's right. Don't let your coming into the Lord's house be in vain. That's right. All right, preacher. Folks say, well, I come, I come to church all the time. And? That's right. That, that young man said, I kept all of those things you mentioned. But Jesus said, you lack one thing. Yeah. One thing. Yeah. Are you lacking today? Right now. Are you lacking today? And, and, and you know what? Some, sometimes it, it happens in such a way, sometimes you don't even know you, you, you've drifted that far. Yeah, that's right. So. But I pray you will consider the word of God. Amen. And examine yourself yeah. to see, especially this time of the year. Yeah. It amazes me how pumped up, excited, fired up we can become over spending money and, and acquiring things and stuff. But yet our spiritual walk remains stagnated. Come on now. Something's not right. Amen. Amen. 
And I'm just offering an invitation to you today to sell it all. Sell it all. Get rid of anything that's holding you back from serving the one true God. Get rid of it. It, it, it might be that credit card that you, you're not disciplined enough to handle. Yeah. Right. We, we, we're going to go out. We're going to go out Thursday evening. See, some places ain't waiting to fry. Right. Some, some of us going out Thursday evening, and we're going to charge up. And, and guess what? We don't have any money in the bank, but we say, when I get my income tax check, I'm going to pay this. If you want to tell me I'm wrong, feel free. But I know how we are. Yeah, yeah. Because we don't want to miss the moment. Come on now. Whatever happened to and whatsoever state I'm found to be in. Yes, sir. Be content. Whatever happened to contentment? Yeah. Whatever happened to saving up, then getting it? All right. All right. Good luck. All right now. But anyway, I'll leave that alone. That's all right. You lack one thing. Today, if you're in search of a savior, I want to offer to you the plan that has been left by the man. Yeah. Jesus said in Mark 16, 16, he that believeth. Yeah. And is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not right. shall be damned. Yeah. Jesus said, there's a plan. Mm-hmm. You need to come unto me. But but even before you could come unto me, Matthew 16, 24, you got to get yourself out of the way. Amen. You got to get mama out the way. That's you right. got to get daddy out the way. That's right. You got to get sister, brother, cousin. You got to get all those kin folks out of the way. That's right. See, some some of these kin folks going to be showing up for the holiday and they, they want to lay around your house and drink and smoke and carouse and keep you from coming to service. No, sir. Thank you, brother. And, 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 and you know, you know they want to bring that up in your house. You lack it one thing. How are you gonna say ask for me in my house? Come on now. And you're gonna allow them to keep you at home. Absent from being in the presence of the Lord. Uh, folks, I'm not anti-holiday. That's right. <laughs> I'm just anti-drama. Amen. And anti-sin. Yes. Because with the holidays, some sinful, crazy, carousing folks show up and come around. Amen. And you should not allow them to come between you and your God. Amen. If you're willing to deny yourself, then you can come unto Jesus and allow yourself to be yoked up to him and allow him to teach you. But even before that, you got to become a member 
of his body. Yes, sir. Amen. See, the benefits are available. That's right. Yeah. But you've got to be in the right place to receive the benefits. Amen. You can't demand the reward points from American Express when you're carrying a visa. Oh, now. Oh, now. That's blank. It, they, they just don't go across the board. That's right. You want the benefits? You want the privileges of being a Christian? You got to come where the salvation is. All right. Amen. And it's in Christ. That's but it's in his church yeah. to get to Christ. That's right. You can't separate his church no, sir. from the builder. No, sir. They go together. That's right. Folks said, Well, I love Jesus, but I don't like the church of Christ. <laughs> uh, you can't love Jesus. That's right. You know, He said, John 14, 6, 5, I am the way, yes, sir. the truth, and the, and the life. Yeah. You, that, there is no other route. That's right. Come on. Come on to me. Oh, you that labor and are heavy laden, I give you rest. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I can only give it to you when you're in the right place. All right. Man. All right. Just calling my name ain't going to get it done. Amen. You hear my word. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You have faith to believe in my word. That they are true. Yeah. They're living words. Yeah. Repent of your sins. Mm -hmm. yeah. right. Turn it away. And coming and aligning yourself with the truth. Amen. Not traditions. That's right. Not feelings. Mm -hmm. Not emotions. Not mamaology, daddyologies, and granddaddyologies, but with the truth. Confess Christ to be the Son, the living God. Then you can enter into that watery grave of baptism. Immolated. That same death burial and resurrection of our Lord and Savior. The only difference is. He died for our sins. He was not a sinner. Amen. So he took our sins. He was crucified. Yeah. We acknowledge, make that confession about Christ. Yeah. Being the son of the living God. Amen. And we are put to death in that burial. And as the sins that Jesus bore for us, he was buried. Yeah. But on the third day, Jesus got up. Yes, he did. Just as we come up out of the water, a new creature. Yeah. In Christ. Yeah. Not in and of ourselves. Because we don't matter anymore. That's right. In and of ourselves. That's right. The only thing that matters about us now is in Christ. Man. In Christ. That's it. In Christ. And see, many of us are struggling like this young rich man. Some of us are struggling. It's not that we got a lot of money. We just got a lot of pride. Come on. Come on now. And some of us struggle to put our pride to the side. Amen. It's no longer me being in Christ. That's okay when it's convenient. But if you really cross me the wrong way, I'll tell you what I think, not what Jesus 
told me to think. In other words, we go resurrect that old man. We go raise the dead to let you know you mess with the wrong person. That's not what being a Christian is about. Amen. What are you lacking today? Whatever it is you believe. Oh, I, let, me, let, let me rephrase that. Whatever it is you know. That you're lacking. Come on. If you're willing to let it go. Turn away from it. And leave it alone. God is willing to deliver you and help you. Abound over. Amen. But you got to trust him. Yes, sir. You got to trust him. Yes, sir. He walked away very sorrowful. How are you going to walk away today? Right. Hmm? When this communion is passed around today, and you know in no words say, let a man examine himself. Come on now. Come on now. Let a man examine himself. Come on. And you know there's still something in you lacking. Yeah. That you didn't even bother to ask prayer for. Come on now. That you didn't repent of. Yeah. How are you going to walk away today? Mm. Sorrowful? Or are you going to get it right? All right. And give God a chance to work in your life. Man. And you can rejoice. Yeah. And have a good heart today. Yeah. What's our song? 194. 194 is our invitation song. If you're in need of that Savior, if you're in need of coming back to the Lord today, if your desire and will is to be baptized today, we invite you to walk forward, have a seat on the front row, and we'll direct you from that point. If you're already a member of the Church of Christ, the body of Christ, you know, you know the rules. You know the plan. All right. Just tell Satan, get thee behind me. Yes, sir. I'm going to have a joyful heart today. Amen. And I'm not going to walk away sorrowful. Is that all right? Yes, all right? Let us stand and let us sing. Come from the Lord.